Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. This is going to be a good one today. I'm so excited. Someone is coming out those doors who comes here to play, put it all out there. He is heart, he is humor, he has life experience, and he puts it all into this book. And um, did you know that it was actually a punch in the face that launched his career? We're, we're going to hear about that and many other exciting, amazing stories. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, his new book is called If You Would Have Told Me. Um, everybody, it's John Stamos. What's your name? Janice. Hi, Janice. Nice to meet you. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> can we just do the interview here, Drew? Absolutely, John. I can make anything work for you because I love you, too. I better go talk to her because it's her show. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes? And then come back to me. Okay, I'll come. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> we met. You look Hi. Sit down. I'm so Lovely happy took us to be down. here. I love you so much. And last time I was here, it was just such, such you were so, you're so kind. You just exude such love and happiness. And I just love being in that vibe with you. It's, thank you. First of all, I want to take that in and put it in my heart and then like you too, you're so like giving and you have this amazing energy and it's like, okay, here right. we are, we're playful, we're loving, we're affectionate. We've been in business for so long. How long have you been? Forever, since 1980, well, I started at 11 months old. I remember. You, mm -hmm. General Hospital 1982? It, yes, that's right. But what I, what I was gonna say is that 
these people have kept us in work, you know, working for so long. And so great. To, I was just doing some book signings around, and you really get to meet the real people that are supporting us for, for over the years. And I, I just really appreciate all of you. Thank you. It's. Um, I when so you glad wrote, that you feel that way. I always wanted to be famous, by the way. These people that go, I don't like being famous. I love it. I love it. I do. I yeah. do. What's so bad about it? It's great. I do appreciate, actually, there's a lot of candor in the book. Um, because you do admit things like that, which I like, which goes into the big nose stamos. Sorry. No, I know. Uh, I, I, I'm going to need a, a, a massage I therapist. I was going to say. I think I threw my butt, my left. I'm all right. Oh, we're gonna get to your butt. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> we, we, so somebody called you. You know how much pain I'm in right now? I know, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Kidding, Is I'm it kidding. uncomfortable? No, sorry, I'm ruining your interview. I mean, the, 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 the thing you were talking about was that um, I was, uh, it was before they even had the term bullying, right? And there, there was a kid, it was, I wanted to sort of highlight this moment when I went from a caterpillar to a butterfly, you know what I mean? Because I was yeah. a dorky kid, I was a band geek. And I was into puppets and magic, and girls didn't like any of that stuff. So, I th oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, but you don't look uh, like a geek, well, John. That's, I, you look like Sean Cassidy. <laughs> You're like totally hot, like that. But that was, but that was as I was turning into it. And I was in marching band, and, and this kid that was playing cymbals, and he said, uh, you know, so and so is, is uh, thinks you're really cute and wants to go out with you. And I, we were in marching. I stopped, and the tuba guy hit, hit me from behind. I said, you got to be kidding me. And that, you know, it was the first time that I heard somebody, you know, like me. So uh, he said, don't tell anybody, because the sister told me. We were at a, a block party that night, and I told everybody. And um, slowly, like a game of telephone, like went from one house to one house. And at the end was her boyfriend, this jock guy, you know. And so I'm sitting in this car with, with someone else, and he you know, knocks on the thing, I roll down the window, and bam, popped me right in the eye. And it was so humiliating, so awful. And I had to walk around with this black eye, and I, I, I never, I'll never forget, I, looked, I came, went to the bathroom, and the kid said, go look in the bathroom. And he wrote, uh, I'm gonna kill you, big nose. And I saw that and it was like, my heart stopped. And I said, I have to do something. I have to do something dramatic and drastic here. I gotta become famous. And, you know, and I did, but um, <laughs> it, it took me a while. But this guy, you know, I think that propelled me to, to be, every step I remember, I'm like, I gotta get it on TV. I'm gonna show him and I gotta play with the Beach Boys and I'm gonna invite him to a concert and he's gonna be backstage and I'm gonna have my bodyguards beat him up. And, you know, none of that happened. I've, I've you know, look, I've matured. Let go. I let go. But I'd like to see him one day. <laughs> and I'd say, hey man, you know, thank you. You did a lot for me. You really propelled me. And then I'd walk away and say, thank you very much. Then I would stop. I'd say, oh, oh by the way, uh, you know the girlfriend that did the thing? I dated her for uh, about two years, and she said you had a small <laughs> I just wanted to know. <laughs> well, she did. And you know, you let it go. Okay, so something that you said in the book that really spoke to me was that you felt like you left being a, a kid mm when your son was born. Is that correct? I think sobering up was, was you know, what really did it. And I, you know, I didn't have any of the, you didn't either. Like, there was nothing telling us we were adults. We had people taking care of us. We had business managers, we had, right? Totally. And so, and I always thought being an adult was gonna be boring and, you know, everything. And I, I just went in kicking and screaming. I had this Peter Pan syndrome. But, but being an adult became just everything I ever, ever wanted. I had Billy when I was 55. I just barely made it. I too knew that I was still too yeah. selfish, immature, and like, I just knew that if there was, I, 
like I didn't want to screw it up to the best of my ability, so I waited till the last second. How yes. did you have the self-awareness to know? I don't think I did. I think it just, you know, I, I started, the, the, I never thought I'd write a book. I just, it just wasn't, I, I, I didn't know what I would write about. I didn't know what my story was. And I really discovered my story as, a, as I was writing it. But I started with this first chapter where I got a DUI. It was, you know, it was oh, the worst day of my life. It, clearly my, my rock bottom, and I almost killed, I mean, I could have killed somebody. Just awful. And the, the, the worst part, I realized that I wasn't the, the man that my parents had raised. My parents were so kind and so good. So I, how disrespectful am I? So I went to rehab and I, I was just like, oh my God, what have I done in my life? What about, who am I? This is not who I am. This is not who I am. I was confusing the universe. Like, I was like, why don't I have what I want? You know, a family and a child. So once that, so that's what I wrote about first. And my five stages of grief so were. So you cut out that. Like, I cut out drinking, too. Like, yes, I'm not yeah. sober. I don't work a program. But alcohol, for me, was a poison. And I realized that it was an element in my life that until I was willing to change, things were not going to fall into place. Right. It, it took that horrible thing. And, and my five stages of grief were, you know, more sex, drugs, thing, alcohol. And then I, the second... You have a, a thing in your book that's really interesting. It's the five stages, bulleted uh -huh. out, and then at the end of the book right. is the five stages of how you cope now. Well, the last... So I, wrote, I thought the two hardest chapters were going to be the first one, and then I wrote about the day that Bob died. And Bob those Saget. The, Bob Saget. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. thing in your book that's really interesting. It's the five stages, bulleted uh -huh. out, and then at the end of the book right. is the five stages of how you cope now. Well, the last, so I wrote, I thought the two hardest chapters were going to be the first one, and then I wrote about the day that Bob died. And Bob those Saget. The, Bob Saget. And um, the five stages there were, you know, thank God, it was health and meditation and my family and therapy. And so I had to sort of figure out how to, from A to the Z. Yeah. But thank God I, I got to that place. But, um, before I wrote this, I'd say, oh, I had some regrets. I shouldn't have done this. I wrote this, I go, 
I don't have any regrets. Everything happened for a reason. I try to find the relatable stuff, and I think, you know, the bullying was is one of them. I caught my first love, I was so madly in love, and I, I walked in and she was in bed with somebody, and it just killed, killed me. You know, it's funny, because you write this whole book, and like, that is a headline, the yeah, Tony well, Danza. Tony Danza? Walked in. No, that's, you know, and the reason why I wrote this story in here was because he, Have you heard from him, by the way? I'm Has he reached out I'm to you? I'm sure he's waiting for me out there. He's a boxer, too, this guy, though. Um, Big he, nose Stamos is about yeah, to hit again. again. Um, no, well, the reason, here's why I did it, because I want to, I, I talked about the heartache. I walked in on uh, this girl that I, I was in man in love with, and, and they were in, there were four feet coming out of the bed, and I was like, oh, no. And I said, I'm going to beat this guy up. And he kind of rolled over, and I saw his abs rip. Like I said, I'm going to run. <laughs> and I did. And, but I remember telling myself, John, don't cry, don't cry. And I, was, I ran down the driveway, just tears were streaming down. Um, but here's the, here's the thing. So years later, it, we just couldn't find an audience, and we didn't have a good lead-in. But so things of, take time. They do. And this show took a little time, and, and it was the end of the season, and we were on the bubble, as they say. And they said, we're going to try one more thing. We're going to put it on in the summer and see if you guys gather any audience. We have a hit show. We're going to put you on after this hit show. And what happened was we did that, and an audience found the show, and they came with us the second season. The show was Tony Danza's show. So... It all equaled out in the end. I mean, without him, I, I don't think I'd be here talking to you. You also have a lot in the book about your mom yeah. and the letters she wrote you. I remember that my mom wrote me these beautiful notes. And so I had this box, I, I dug them out, and then- And they're says, in the book. You can see yeah, her uh, handwriting, yeah. um, which is so once, beautiful to look at. And I put at. it in here, too. Once, the, um, once I laid these all out, I go, oh, now I know how to, I'm the only person on earth that has shared a heartbeat with you, my love. <gasps> And during that first chapter, when I was, right before I was getting into the car and it was terrible, oh. yeah, make good choices. And uh, it's, this one was, don't ever give the devil he... a ride because he will end up doing the driving. Should've, I should have listened to that one. But you have to go through stuff. It's like, yes. people cannot pave your journey for you. Right. Everything happened, obviously, for a reason here. Like, if I would have said, oh, forget the heartache, then I don't know if I would have been a good enough man to, to have the love that I have now, you know, if I didn't go through divorce and, and some of this stuff. And I tell you, I, I was holding on to a lot of, I was holding on to it for long, way too long. A lot of um, anger about this divorce, and, and, and that's getting headlines soon. I, 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 that's, yeah, it, it, it is. It kind of sort of pops up where it's like, I hated her. And I, was, I, I just hated not, I, I wanted to be married for life, and I wanted to have kids and the whole thing. Same as you. Yeah. So when that didn't happen, I just, I went, you know, it was really hurtful. But going through, you know, rehab, and there's this fourth step where you, you write down all your resentments. And he said, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a row, I said, give me that pen. Oh, she did this to me. She did that, blah, blah, blah. And he said, now, in the next column, what part did you play in all that? I said, what? No, I didn't do it. Oh, okay. He said, even if it was 1%, write it. I start writing. Sorry. And I realized that I had a lot more to do with it than I thought. And anything less than truth is paralysis. And that's what I realized here. And it feels good to just... Get it out and say I'm sorry for things I, I I'm sorry for, and um, I, but I learned and I, if I hadn't had this rocky stuff, I I wouldn't have the fairy tale life that I have now. And what I love is is that we can go through really really hard things, uh. and if you can make them your story and your strength, and also even have I know this is going to sound controversial, uh. but a lighter tone about it, it's like 
we yeah. are afraid to talk about heavy stuff because we think it will make us all so heavy. Right. And it doesn't have to be. It's a part of your trajectory of how we figured things out. And, and, they, and people probably think that we didn't have any of these issues because we're celeb you know, stars or whatever. We have just as many, but I think it's nice for us to talk about it so people will go, oh, if they had that issue, and here's how they, maybe people will learn a little something. Maybe they won't make a couple of the mistakes that I made. Or, you know I, I mean? think they'll learn a lot from your journey and your personal insights and even doing things like if I'm looking outward and I'm feeling a certain way, can I look inward and be honest about that? Mm. Can I break that cycle that I'm totally stuck in? Exactly. I, I, I didn't want my story to come out when I was 13 years old and it was the most liberating thing in the world because I was like, I don't have to pretend to be perfect. You are perfect, <laughs> you don't have to pretend, you are. So are you. You bring so much happiness to so many people just by your- So do you! Not, but... I mean, when you turn 60 and I don't know, speaking of the devil, what yeah. deal you've made, but- <laughs> Because you don't look 60, but you put this photo out when you turn 60. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Speaking of the devil, what yeah. deal you've made, but, cause you don't look 60, but you put this photo out when you turn 60. Terrible. Look. My, I, I love I, the cutie surprise look. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Oh yeah, you're not, whoa, oh. it, what? I tell, I tell everybody uh, that my wife took that, but really I had a set up camera and I did about eight, I had like 500. But um, I thought I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna be ripped by the time I'm 60, I'm gonna take a naked picture. And I wasn't, and so I just like, oh, like this. You look fine. By the way, this also photo of you. Look at that tuchus. I. That's well. What? What? I got talked into that. Who talked you into that? Myself. <laughs> I love it. And I'm glad that you're taking care of yourself and taking us on that journey. And I was wondering, to end this, would you play one of my favorite games, the Final Five? Sure. Okay. The Final Five. did growing up? Um, I, uh, I can't remember, I, well, I, I remember I, I put a, I was going to a school dance and I put a vodka in a thermos and I was walking, uh, taking it to school and my mom caught, 
caught us. Oh, she did. Is that rebellious? I guess so. Yeah, it's totally yeah. rebellious. Right, and I, I caught the house on fire. But anyway. Perfect. Yeah, is that for real or no. is that fantasy? Okay. Um, okay, boxer's brief or commando? <laughs> Do you see? This is the woman I've become. I'm like, oh my God! Who was that? Who have I? What's, what's when you wear nothing? What is that? Commando! Boxers. Okay. <laughs> Okay, if you could live in someone else's body for Yours. just one day. Yours. I don't look like that. You don't, you, Who but, cares? Yeah, it doesn't, go ahead. Well, whose would it be and what would you do? I would, I would be in my dad's body. Cause he was, here's what he would, like I watched, I worked at my dad's restaurant and he would treat the busboy the same way he would treat, you know, his best customer. And I was like, oh man, that's, that's how I want to be. He was always a hero to me. Like he never, sometimes you look at your parents, you go, ah, oh, they're just human. He, I never got to that place with my dad. He was always the coolest guy. And him. he used to make you work in the restaurant on yeah. Sundays, right, when you were mm -hmm. starting acting because he wanted to keep you grounded. Is that why? I think, but or then it started airing and then a lot of girls were coming in and it was good for business. <laughs> I don't know which, but yeah, he wanted to keep, but I'll tell you something, he finally came to the, because I do General Hospital during the week and then work on Sundays and it started to air, but he came to the set and he saw the way I handled, you know, everybody, and like he did, and he said, son, you can quit. God bless you, go, go with it, you're a good man. So. I can already see your son. My son. Now, your mother, if, you know, back me up on this, because I have a thing with my wife. Um, if my, if I, if Billy watches my show for two or three hours, and I slip away, it's like spending time with me, isn't it? Totally. I mean, the, who doesn't want Uncle Jesse, yeah, by the way? Uncle Jesse's better than me. Like, it's a better, he gives good lessons, there's hugs Totally, at the end. just yeah. leave him in front okay. of the TV with you on it, it's I perfect. Okay. Oh. I don't do that, what happened? I, this question's taboo. Where's the craziest place you've ever had sex? <laughs> I don't think we've ever asked that before on this show. Um, where's the weird, what? <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I don't do that. What happened? I, this question's taboo. Where's the craziest place you've ever had sex? <laughs> I don't think we've ever asked that before on this show. Um, where's the weird, what? I, we can skip it. No. Okay. You start. What, 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 well, I just admitted I was a member of the Mile High Club, pre-children. Pre yes. Do you have to do it with someone else to be a member or can you? <laughs> what is that? What is your biggest if you oh. would have told me moment? If you would have told me, I would, I would be on a couch talking like this with you when I used to watch you in, in the movies. And I've always 
I've had, I've had, a, I've had a crush on her. <laughs> now that I'm married, I don't. But if you would have told me that I, I would be on this couch with you having this really beautiful interview, that's what it is. I, and I mean it, too. Thank you. I'm like... Uh, and I applaud and appreciate your longevity, your sharing your story, the excitement around your book, and, like, coming here and being so kind. You know, you stopped out... Oh, the full circle moment. Um, maybe we should end the segment actually oh, yeah. over here. Janice. Janice. So Janice, Janice. we want to end the segment with you and just say thank you for being I you. I got something for Janice too here. I brought that for you. What's that say? Bless. Yes. I'm blessed. Thank you, Janice. <laughs> Thank you, and thank you for being you. All right, you, can't, you can get John's memoir everywhere where books are sold. If you would have told me, you guys, we make this show for you, so just take it with you. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.